Welcome to the Well Woman Show, where we interview women executives, leaders, and entrepreneurs. And you're listening to the Well Woman Show, where motivated women achieve fulfillment and well-being. You're listening to the Well Woman Show. Take time for myself by coming to things like Well Woman Drinks. To be accepting of myself no matter what. Step away from judgment as much as possible. You're listening to the Well Woman Show. Just, you're going to be in for a good ride. I don't regret anything. Everything I've ever done, I've learned from it, one way or another, good or bad. Being a little bit selfish for yourself, you know, put your own oxygen mask on first and then give what's left. I'm a woman. I would prefer to, to tell my own story. My story, though it's very personal, is universal. You're listening to the Well Woman Show. And now your host, Giovanna Rossi. Hi, Giovanna Rossi here, and welcome to another episode of The Well Woman Show, where I interview women leaders, executives, and entrepreneurs about their lives and their road to becoming and being who they are today. If you've ever had one of those days where you find yourself overwhelmed with your responsibilities, and it seems like you'll never get it all done, this is the show for you. And you're not alone. We all need to remember to use our superpowers, the ones we already have, but we don't use all the time. And we need to take advice and wisdom from one another. Toward the end of the show, in a segment called Superpowers for Success, I ask my guest about her superpowers, and the answers will give you strength, perspective, and the power to keep on being the well woman you are. I'm so happy you're here, so thanks for tuning in. Today's topic is maintaining your identity and independence, and hopefully by the end of the show, you'll be inspired to assert your independence, develop motivation to achieve your health and fitness goals, and remember your sense of individual identity. My guest today is Monica Bencomo, mom of two, founder of lifestyle brand and blog, Moms Wear Heels, author of Seven Habits of a Healthy Happy Mom, and co-owner of Passion Latin Fusion Restaurant in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Today, I talk with Monica about her physical and emotional transformation, becoming a mother and starting her business, developing a social media following, and maintaining her independence while being a mother. The free giveaway today is her tips to help you succeed. I love this worksheet because it presents six clear steps you can take right away to boost your success. But before we get started, I want to thank our sponsor today, Leafy Greens. They provide seasonal cleanses and nutrition consultations, and I love them. Leah is the owner, and she does an awesome 21-day cleanse. And you can visit wellwomanlife.com leafygreens to sign up for the cleanse and receive a special Well Woman discount. Now to my interview with Monica Bencomo. Okay, I'm speaking with Monica Bencomo this morning. Welcome to the program, Monica. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Um, Monica, tell me a little bit about what you're working on and how it impacts women's lives and well-being. How it impacts women's lives and well-being. Well, first, I have a blog. It's called MomsOrHeels.com. It's also my lifestyle brand. And essentially, what I created it for was so that women can have a resource to go to online for inspiration and for a sense of community. Um, and it turned out to be more about fitness and health and all that fun stuff because a woman really wanted that um, from my site. Um, but it's really fun. It's just a place for inspiration, health, wellness, um, and all that that encompasses being a mom who wears heels. So it's, it's, um, it's 
specifically for moms, right? It, it is, but I also attract women who are ready to begin trying to conceive sometime in the near future. So I'd say the ages range from about, I'd say 22 to, to 35, mainly. Okay. Yeah. And... What, what's the wear heels part of it? What's, That's a good question. What's that all about? <laughs> so moms wear heels. It's funny because right after I had my, my son, my firstborn, about three and a half years ago, uh, this, this idea just popped into my head. Um, and that was moms wear heels. And I was like, what the heck is that? Um, so I kind of like to think of it as just like divine inspiration where you just kind of get an idea and you just want to run with it. Yeah. So I went online. I saw if the, the URL was, was, was there and it was. And I didn't really know what it was going to be, um, but once I started the blog and once I kind of did some soul searching as to what I needed after becoming a mom, I realized um, that Moms Wear Heels is more about the mom finding some idea of balance after becoming a parent, um, not, re- not letting go of her dreams, not letting go of her old identity, um, but finding a way to kind of merge the new version of herself as a mom with with the version of herself that she already was and keeping her sexy if she still wants to do that too. (laughs) I like it. Um, Yeah, I think as moms, we do go through this sort of identity, almost an identity crisis. No, totally. I'm still going through an identity crisis because my youngest is, she just turned eight months like I was telling you, and it completely changes everything with a woman physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally to give birth. Um, so especially if you're really ambitious as a woman, you know, bringing, uh, uh, children into the picture can, you know, create kind of an influx of emotions where you're trying to figure out how you're going to balance both those roles. Yeah. Um, being a career woman with also being a mom, but that's what being a mom who wears heels, that's what that's all about to me is just trying to find a way to have it all. And I love the... Near terms. Yeah. yeah, I know. It's like, let's, let's have it all here. Yeah. Um, and it's hard to have it all because it's a big balancing act or juggling yeah. act, right? Yeah. When one ball is up in the air, you've got another one in your hand. Exactly. Um, but I love the heels part of it, too, because mm-hmm. it brings in the sexy like, yeah. imagery of, of yeah what we also want as women. Yeah, exactly. I think (laughs) it's funny because when I look back after having my son, I was only 26 years old and I was a professional dancer and I was on stage and I was, that was how I connected to my inner goddess each week when I would go and perform in these little cute costumes and stuff. So after having my son, I was still about 30 pounds overweight and I just was like, what am I going to do with my life? Um, and I just kept, I had this, this looming fear of like being a mom in loafers and baggy jeans. And I'm like, I'm not ready for that. I'm not, not ready. So, so that's moms, uh, wear heels is, is a metaphor, but it's also to be taken literally because moms, we can still wear our heels. I can still wear my heels and push my stroller, you know, if I'm up to do that that day. So I'm big on moms not letting go of their sexy side because at the end of the day, we have to keep our husbands happy too and ourselves most importantly. And that's what I like about your brand is I feel like it's reminding women that it's okay to be selfish yeah, in, yeah. A, in a good way mm-hmm. because we're always made to feel so guilty for doing that when ironically, we're better moms when we take that time to do what our soul needs for the day. Right. So, yeah. 
Well, and Monica, I often say that we create the things we need in our lives. Yes. Or we teach what we need to learn. Yes. It's sort of that, you know, it's like, I'm going to engage in yeah. this because I need it. And I'm going to put it out there to the world because yeah. I need to do it. Yes, exactly. And, and other people, you know, respond to it, too. Yeah. So it seems like that's what you're doing with, with Moms Wear Heels. Totally, totally. Um I wanted a community, and I just figured it was not best, but I, I was kind of called to create what I was looking for. Because I remember just going on Google and just searching for just random keywords, and I'm like, I needed some inspiration to just kind of recreate a new vision for my life. Because again, childhood changed me in so many ways that I wasn't really prepared for. And I don't think anybody can prepare you for what childbirth does to you. And my question for you, is your kids are a little bit older. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah? Is what would your advice be for someone with a little one at home? Because my youngest is, like I said, she's still under a year old, who is still trying to find that her identity back and trying to find a way to kind of balance it off. What would you say to, to me or anyone else? Yeah, well, I was there just a couple of years ago. My kids are four and seven. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, when I had... So I had I had a toddler and I was trying to have another one, mm-hmm. and it was at that point that I um, actually quit my job and uh, started my own business. Nice, because nice. I just couldn't see doing what I was doing and having another baby Got while it. while working for somebody else. Got it. So that was the way that started. But then once I did it and the business took off, it was like immediately. You know, I was just busy and yeah. lots of work. Um, I actually had a nanny nice. in my house. So um, so the baby, you know, so I was around. I, I worked yeah. from home. I was around. Yeah. And I could breastfeed when I needed That's to. Smart. But I had someone there playing with her and... And you could still be there and see what's going on and, yeah. and not feel bad about, I wonder how they're doing. So right. I think that's a really good idea. And, Happy medium. Yeah. And of course, you know, that requires resources and, and stuff. So you have to get to the point where, you, where you're where you bringing in enough income to make yeah. that feasible. Right. So that's right. what I was doing. But then when my baby became a toddler. Yeah. So then I had... Like, Your youngest. The youngest saying. became okay. a toddler and the oldest was in, day, in, in, in like school. school. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when I had to change things up and get an office space outside of the house because it it, it wasn't working anymore. It was like, she she would hear me in the office and she'd come pounding on the door and be like, mommy, (laughs) coloring, (laughs) let's color mama. So I went through a brief period of having an office outside of the house, but now I'm back in in my house, which I love. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. Thank you. I don't know if that's helpful. It is. (laughs) So, um, Monica, I want you to think about a time in your life when you weren't putting yourself first. Because on the Well Woman Show, we are always talking Mm -hmm. about taking care of ourselves. And, you know, I I usually talk to people who are at the point where they have figured some of that out. But I really want you to kind of think back to maybe when you weren't doing what you now know you probably need to do in order to be a well woman? I like what Maya Angelou says. She used to say that when you know better, you do better. And I do know a lot more than when I first had my son because it's been a few years. So let's say, um, let's see. Would it count? Would it be okay if I discussed something before kids? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Okay, because that popped in my head immediately. Yeah, definitely. That would be when I was about... 
19 years old, fresh out of high school. I'd gained like 40 pounds within three months. Um, and that might be why Moms Wear Heels is very um, fitness centric. Um, I just kind of lost my motivation for creating a vision. So I'm big with my fitness coaching. We always incorporate life coaching as well in there because I know you cannot tackle your fitness stuff if there's bigger issues lingering because, yeah, it's, it's just really hard to do. Um, so back then, I just wish I would have just told myself, like, it's okay to do what you need to do to be happy and healthy. Like, it's okay. Um, I just felt like I didn't have anyone there who was bold enough, I guess. I know I had people around me who loved me, but I don't think that they were bold enough to tell me what I needed to hear. Mm. And I had to do that. I had to do that for myself, which was really hard being very immature and, you know, just lacking that direction at 18 years old. But I just know I felt uncomfortable um, just eating fast food every day. And it just, you know, you don't feel good when you're feeding your body, you know, unhealthy things. So So you kind of had a wake up call. Yeah. Okay. And Monica, when did you uh, know that you needed to become a well woman? And what was your aha moment? (laughs) Um, my aha moment was when I was, uh, staying with my best friend fresh out of high school and was 40 pounds overweight and just had no vision for my life. I would say that's when it really hit me that I needed to make a change. And, um, it all started with first making the decision. So I always tell my clients, you got to first make the decision. If you want to get healthier, decide. And from there, um, I wanted a fresh start. So I moved here to New Mexico from Chicago and just said, I'm going to get healthier, like no more excuses. It's never, I think I was waiting subconsciously for it to be easy. (laughs) And I just realized that that was never going to happen. It was always going to be, you know, difficult to make those big changes. Um, So I left and I started fresh out here, got enrolled in college, put myself on a a healthier regimen, became active, and then everything started to fall in, in order. Piece so, by piece. So going to college was part of that whole it was process? Because I needed some structure. Yeah. I needed to find something. Hi, it's my son here. I needed to find something to focus on that was going to, to feed my creativity. Um, I think a part of me for being a well woman is feeding my creative side. Mm. If I'm not doing that, I'm dangerous to be around yeah. because I have so much creative energy. And I think that that's what's so beautiful about being women Um, is that we have this potential inside of us, not only to give birth, but to give birth to all these numerous projects that are always calling to us in our own unique ways. So for me, being creative is is huge, and school gave me more of a foundation to get organized with what I wanted to do. Yeah. So Monica, you run Moms Wear Heels. You have a Mm -hmm. big following on Instagram. Um, how many, how many followers? Do you <laughs> um, have? I'm at 22,000 right now. Yeah. So that's pretty significant. Um, is that your main platform or do you do Facebook and Twitter? It's, too? it's my favorite platform. Yeah. And I think that whatever you enjoy, you're going to excel at. So I think that that's why that's the fastest gro- growing social media platform I have because I'm very visual. I have like 10 vision boards at home. I just, I love them. Mm. <laughs> um, so I'm big on manifestation and all that. So Instagram for me is, is a way for, for me to stay accountable with everything, with my following. So if I tell them I'm on this new diet plan and I'm trying to gain 10 pounds of lean muscle mass, if I don't do that within a few months, they're going to start looking at me funny. Mm. So that's why I love it. It's, it's just visible accountability and visible inspiration for th- those who are following me. 
Um, so yeah, it's fun. Okay, so you are one of these women that sort of appears to have it all, right? Like you've got, no. you're, you're beautiful. You have two gorgeous children. I just go outside. You yeah. um, have your business with this following. Mm-hmm. What are some of the challenges that come with that? Like, what, what's your greatest challenge right the now? The challenge is what you just said a few minutes ago, which is one ball is up and you're, this ball is doing great. <laughs> and then the other one is about to drop on the floor and you have to pick out your foot real quick so it can, yeah, try to catch that. So I think the hardest part is, is being okay with saying I don't have it all and being okay with that. I don't because... I do think it's it's possible to have it, but I think we all have to become very conscious on what it all, air quotes, what it all means to us. So having it all for me doesn't mean I, I have it all simultaneously. It means that I'm consciously striving for a vision and, and I'm getting closer to that vision every day. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm big on vision boards because I've noticed that my husband and I, we've done a couple's vision board before we even had kids and a lot of it has come into fruition. So I'm big on believing in the power that we have as individuals here on this earth. And that's why I'm so conscious about it, because I I know I want to create beautiful things for my family. And I don't want to just um, be a co-creator on accident, I guess. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, um, yeah, sorry, totally spaced on your question. Um, But, yeah, I think it's important for every woman to define what having it all means for her personally, because it's it shouldn't be what society is telling you you should want not every woman wants to have more kids not every woman wants to you know some women want to adopt some women want to focus on their career and i think we're kind of in an epidemic where we're all searching externally for approval for our desires and i think it's time that we stop that yeah yeah and i'm big on vision boards and visioning too so what would you say to people about um about implementing your vision board like when, mm. once you have it and right it's, it's that's a good question wall, that's like, such a good question you, what do you do then um i think the biggest thing is to like you said not just make the vision board and then stick it in the closet and then go about your life i think make the vision board make sure that it excites you because if you're looking at it and you don't feel something internally there's an issue you're not being as authentic as you could be in putting it together i think so making sure first of all that it's inspiring to you and then I think the second part would be put it somewhere that you can see that's personal. Mm-hmm. I don't recommend having it in your kitchen where your guests can just stroll in and see it. Mine is right in front of uh, my husband and I, our bed. And I can see it every time I, I wake up and every time I go to bed, every time I walk past to, to change the baby's diaper. Um, it's just, it's good to have um, a constant reminder subconsciously and consciously of what you want, you know? I love that, that visual of, yeah. of doing the baby's diaper and then yeah. seeing, seeing your vision board and being reminded, oh, okay. there is a bigger purpose here. There is a bigger purpose to this smelly diaper yeah. right now. Yeah, um, and then what else? Um, I would say I like what Jim Carrey says. He says um, he pretty much manifested his first $10 million check while he was still poor um, like sleeping in his car uh, before he got cast his first big movie. And he said, you know, you can't just visualize and then go eat a sandwich. So you have to visualize and then put action behind it. So I think the biggest thing is for us women to get over the fear of, of 
um, not needing to shrink anymore. Mm-hmm. And you said that on the morning brew, and I was like, I like her. Mm-hmm. You said something about, um, uh, as women, a lot of us say, oh, I'm sorry, but can I? Always being apologetic for having big dreams, for example. So I say um, being fearless in the pursuit of what you want and being able to put the action behind it and not just wishful think. Mm-hmm. Let's not just be wishfully thinking. Let's actually be courageous enough to put action behind what we want. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, this brings us into our segment called Superpowers for Success. Cool. And I like so that sound. It's a nice segue <laughs> because we've been talking about it a little bit, but I really want you to talk about what does success in mm. life mean to you? Success for me, since I'm a huge creative person, it means having the freedom during my day to create what I want to create. Um, whether it's create a, 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 a workout video and edit that myself or meet you for an interview or take my kids to the park, whatever my soul is beckoning me to do for the day, I want to have the freedom to be able to do that. So, and, <laughs> and actually, since we've been talking about balance and kid, you know, work mm-hmm. and, and kids, how do you switch from being Monica? you know, moms wear heels, Mm -hmm. doing an interview or being on TV to all of a sudden, you know, taking your kids to the park and like really being present in that moment. You ask really good questions. You've been doing this a while. Um, I would say that (laughs) I haven't really thought about it, but it's interesting even coming off the morning brew today. And then I literally grabbed my daughter as soon as I was off camera and I'm like, okay, I got a breastfeed now. It's really interesting and I think that's what makes us super women as moms because we can actually do that. Um, I think it's incredibly challenging but we're, I also think that we're incredibly, um, what's the word I'm looking for, not a chameleon but we're just very adaptable Mm -hmm. as women and um, I think that something just kicks in when you're around your kids. You just become, I just become um, mama bear. It's like, whatever they need, that's what I need to do. Mm-hmm. And luckily, I have my husband. He's like my partner in life, and he's always helping me as much as he can, and that makes it a lot easier until I can get a nanny. <laughs> um, so I would say, yeah, it's just I don't really have a choice, and that's what helps me just focus when I need to. Yeah. And Monica, when did you know you were really good at what you do? Uh, hmm. Do I think I'm really good at what I do? I do a lot. And to be honest, I try to not be, I try to not scatter my energy, which is tricky as a mom who wears heels <laughs> because I'm a co-owner of a restaurant, so I'm helping my husband with that behind the scenes. I also have a blog. I also have a YouTube. I have the morning brew and I have my beautiful babies who I want to spend time with. Not to mention I'm coaching over 70 women to get fit. <laughs> so it's a lot. Um, and I, I honestly think that if you love what you do, if you love it, then you'll create the energy for it. And you might not need to sleep as much as Joanne might need to sleep, you know? So I think you just create uh, the energy. I'm sorry. But when did you I'm spacing actually, on it, your no, question. It's, no, it's, it's fine. It's, when did you have that moment of where, hmm. where you, it, you quietly inside your body knew this is what I'm good at. You know, I would think <clears throat> after I had my son, I became more more courageous. I wouldn't say fearless because I still have fear in me. 
Um, but I started to put myself out there more and more, whether it's online, on YouTube, on social media, on Instagram. And I was starting to think, okay, I'm on to something when I would get those messages, those emails, those direct messages, just so many women saying thank you for the inspiration, saying you inspired me to do this. And those messages, honestly, that's what keeps me going when I just want to stay in bed and eat Oreos all day. <laughs> that, those keep me going. Um, because I think it's interesting, like I'm not motivated every day. And I think a lot of people have a misconception that as women, you know, who are doing what we do, that we're like, we're on all the time. And it's like, no, I want to, I want a vacation right now. <laughs> but, you know, so those messages, I think, yeah. help, help me click that I was onto something. Okay. And Monica, describe one personal habit that contributes to your well-being. Oh, definitely fitness. Fitness for me is huge. And something really simple is I, I drink a gallon of water a day. Super easy. Anyone can do it. It's free. Um, that and then my short little 10 minute workouts, they give me energy. Um, so How many even, of these 10 minute workouts do you do today? Um, I like to be active every day. So it could be 10 minutes to seven days a week, okay. you know, but I don't go to the gym. I don't do anything like that. I just try to keep it very simple and just work out at home with my kids. For 10 minutes a day? Yeah. Well, it really seems short. Like, seems like anybody could do that. Yes. <laughs> what d describe one of these ten minute workouts? Let's see if we can um, give listeners some yeah. um, action items. I and actually then... have my my full workout videos. If they want to want to do that on youtube.com slash Monica Bencomo, it's on the Moms Wear Heels playlist. Okay, so and full we'll length link work. That. We'll okay, link to it in the show notes. But my favorites would definitely be, definitely be squats, push ups, bicep curls, and shoulder press because you just work every part of your body with those simple four moves. And do you need? To get some weights to do this? If you're past beginner, definitely invest in some. I'd say start off with like uh, fives. Um, and then if you're more advanced, I say you can move up, move up to tens. But if you don't have any any type of weights, I'd say push-ups, burpees, and squats. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And um, what superpower did you discover you had only to realize it was there all the time? That's a really interesting question. I would say my my virtue of discipline. I think in fitness and in business, you really have to be able to be disciplined to create what you want to create and to go after what you want to go after. Um, and I think going back to the 18-year-old version of myself who lacked the inspiration or the discipline, I would tell her, you can do whatever you want to do if number one, you believe in yourself, and number two, you you make yourself become disciplined enough to go after it. So I'm like, oh, I had the ability to, to do this when I was 18, but I needed to have my first child to really get into being this disciplined. It's mm -hmm. interesting. But that that's my journey. Yeah, I feel like the busier we are, the more efficient we are. Like, yeah. As soon as I had kids, I became <laughs> so much more productive and efficient with yes. my time. Exactly. I, I can't even really sit down and watch TV anymore. I'm like, both kids are sleeping. I could be answering emails, you know, or doing yeah. anything that, yeah. I, it's gonna... I totally agree. I, yeah. I actually don't watch TV. Yeah. We like to watch movies, but... Um, so Monica, what do you do when you get knocked down? We all, we all have these things that happen to us, right? Mm -hmm. It's not just you sailing all the time. How do you come back from something that knocks you down? Um, I try to talk to myself like I'm my own best friend. 
I sound crazy when I'm at home. I literally will talk to myself, but I don't care. Um, because I think that for me personally, I'm way too hard on myself. I'm like, you could have done that better. Um, and I think us as women, us as mothers, we have to become kind to ourselves. So for me, what I do is I'll let myself rest if I need to. I'll make myself take, you know, a couple of days off where I unplug from social media. That's a huge one for me. I, I stop comparing myself to anybody else on social media because there's another fit mom with a, a million followers. You know what I'm saying? It's like, am I really going to get into that? Nah. <laughs> um, so I'll unplug and I'll also do things that feed my soul. I'll go to the park and I'll walk around barefoot on the grass with my kids because that's what helps me feel grounded and reconnected. Um, and I think that's usually all, not all I need, but that's usually what I need is just a reminder of what really matters, what I'm really gonna care about when I'm on my rocking chair when I'm 90. Is it gonna be getting more followers or is it gonna be enjoying each moment to moment? Yeah. So. Okay, and then what are you reading right now? Like, what's on your nightstand? I'm reading, like, five different books right now. Uh, one is Abundance Now by Lisa Nichols. Um, the other one is A Course in Miracles. Mm. And um, those are, like, the main two. And then I also listen to audiobooks. I'm checking out The 4-Hour Work Week by Tim Ferriss, which has been helping my husband and I because we both are working way too much. So we're trying to find a way to get more done with with being away from our kids less so and having a restaurant that's got to be hard because you're yeah. it's like a really big full-time job to yeah. run a restaurant yeah unless you have a good manager and staff my husband does it all I used to run the front while he ran the back and now he's doing both by himself so I can stay at home with the kids so my main uh, way of helping him is just with paperwork and with social media but he's doing all of it here but luckily you know we've attracted a pretty good staff to where they they don't need micromanaging, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. So, but it's still a lot for for him. He's like seventy hours a week. Yeah. Okay. And Monica, do you identify as a feminist? I I hate to say this, but I don't like labels. <laughs> so, yes, but I don't label myself that because do I believe that we all should be treated equally? Of course, but I also understand the type of world that we live in. And I just, I get it, and I don't want to put my energy towards what I oppose as much as I want to pour my, ener my energy into what I love mm -hmm. and what I really want to stand for. Um, so, yeah, I think as women, we, we rock. Like, I think we make the world go round, but I also just, I just want to focus on giving my passions to the world and all that good, good energy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, last question. What okay. advice would you give, and you alluded to this earlier, but what advice would you give your younger self? Um, can you give me an age? Yeah, like that way I'll have a an image your in my 18 head. Eighteen year old self. Okay. I would tell her this is interesting. I would tell her that it's okay to shine. I dimmed my light for so long that it literally made me sick. It literally made I I was wow. eating all my emotions because I just kept stuffing and stuffing. Um, for me personally, I was always told you know, go sit down, you're performing again. Like I was, a, I was a dancer and a singer and one spelling bee. So to me, I always would hear like, you're so full of yourself, go sit down. So I internalized that. And by the time I graduated from high school, internalized it so much that I just dimmed myself. 
And don't ever do that. No one <laughs> do that because it literally will, it just creates toxicity in your body. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would tell my 18 my year old self, it's okay to shine. Like <laughs> go shine your light because the world needs it and the world will be a better place if you, if you are true to yourself. And you're doing that now. Yeah, I feel like I am. So it's a whole new set of challenges now to where like you can try to find balance in that. But yeah. Yeah. Well, Monica, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thanks for having me. It was fun. (laughs) That's it for our show today. I've been speaking with Monica Bencomo, mom of two, founder of lifestyle brand and blog Moms Wear Heels, author of Seven Habits of a Healthy Happy Mom, and co-owner of Passion Latin Fusion Restaurant. I spoke with Monica about her physical and emotional transformation, becoming a mother and starting her business, developing a social media following, and maintaining her independence while being a mother. You can get Monica's free tips to help you succeed at wellwomanlife.com slash 021 show. Our monthly live event, Well Woman Drinks, brings women together to share our successes and challenges as women leaders, moms, aunts, sisters, and all of the other hats we wear. If you'd like to attend a Well Woman Drinks near you, or if there isn't one in your city yet and you'd like to start one, email me at info at wellwomanlife.com. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment and subscribe in iTunes and leave a review. This helps raise visibility of the show, which is super helpful when it comes to producing it every week for you. You can also continue the conversation in the Well Woman Life community group at facebook.com slash groups slash Well Woman Life community. For feedback, comments, or just to let me know you are listening today, find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Well Woman Life. I'm Giovanna Rossi for The Well Woman Show. Until next time, have a super powerful week.